Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Haggadol. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos Hagadol. On this March 26, day 13 in the month of Nisan, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Mona Rosenblum and Company with Hasal Sidur Pesach. Mordechai Shapiro's Vihisha Amda, Yalav Yavo from Yummy Lowy. The New York Boys Choir had MS, Vihisha Amda, and Dayenu. And from Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Friday. Today's the day we burn the chametz, even though it's not Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach is tomorrow. So we'll burn the chametz today. We'll say the Kol Chamira tomorrow on Shabbos. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Tzav. A lot of people will be getting up early tomorrow morning for an early davening. And then, of course... A uh, earlier than usual Seuda Shabbos. Um, on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Tzav, candle lighting in New York, 6.54. 6.54 is your candle lighting time. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Keep in mind that Mark Zamek has an unbelievably supersized Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach show beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. That'll take you through the bulk of the days you prepare. And then, of course, our Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach music mix, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That'll take you through the bulk of the rest of the day until candlelighting at 6.54. So we are, we are again, again, overstating, and for good reason, we are overstating that there is no reason to touch that dial. No legitimate reason. To, um, to move to any other audio source than us. I am saying that unabashedly. I'm saying that with, um, have to be careful. I was going to say I'm saying that with great disdain for anybody who does touch that dial, but okay, we're not doing that. Uh, I'm saying that with a warning. <laughs> You're being forewarned that you'll regret it if you touch that dial. How's that? That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, anyway, so keep it here, of course, at the Nahum Siegel Network. You'll be glad you did. Trust me. Uh, so Shabbos HaGadol is coming up. We'll say Tal. We'll bench Tal on Sunday, first day of Yom Tov, and we'll try to get to a Tal selection or two coming up here at JM in the AM. Um, our Chesed campaign, not that Chesed ever ends, and of course I remind you that every week, every Arab of Shabbos, and every day, you can do nice things for people and change their life with a small gesture, which... Every gesture, even the small ones, are great. Every gesture, even the small ones, are great. Uh, but our campaign that we've been on, the bandwagon that we've established, that people have been hopping on, the bandwagon is so packed with people who've been hopping on, the wheels barely turn. That's how heavy this bandwagon has become. And it's a good bandwagon, one of chesed. What will you do between now and candlelighting time to do something nice for somebody. Will you be sending them something? Will you be calling them with a nice Erev Yom Tov, Erev Shabbos greeting? Uh, I have a list of stuff that I'm going to try to do before Yontif with different people in mind. What will you be doing? What will you be doing? That's the question. And I hope, I hope you don't resent when I say that. I hope you just keep thinking of nice things to do. By the way, you can still buy tickets and donate them to NCSY so that underprivileged families this Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday can go to Six Flags. You could still do it. You could still do it. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. Go to the Donate button on the menu at the right. Simple as that. 
ncsygreatadventure.com. That's a nice thing to do before Yontif. And Rabbi Wialgus will make sure that everybody out there uh, that he can supply tickets to will get them before Yontif in the underprivileged category. Hey, I want to wish a Rafur Shlema listener Aaron. Hey, listener Aaron, a Rafur Shlema to you. Although it does sound like listener Aaron is doing all right. It doesn't sound like he's, uh, thank God, thank God, behind her. It doesn't sound like he's uh, suffering so badly. Um, but we're nonetheless wishing him a Rafur Shlema and hoping that the situation in his home turns around quickly. Um... But anyway, hey, listener Aaron or Rafur Shleiman, thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for never touching that dial. Listener Aaron is one of those people who literally does not touch that dial. He wouldn't know how to change NSN to something else. He wouldn't know how to do it. He wouldn't, he's completely inexperienced at it. Just keeps us on all day long. Would not know how to make that switch. Wouldn't be able to adjust. Uh, anyway, all kidding aside, listener Aaron, feel good. Your family should be great. Have a wonderful Shabbos and Yontif, and thank you for your dedicated listenership. To say it's appreciated is an understatement. 53 degrees, 94% humidity, winds are southeast at 7 miles per hour, partly cloudy, windy today, a high of 78. Now we're talking. This is an era of Shabbos. I got the weather the forecast that I like. Clear tonight, low 50. Shabbos looks great, mostly sunny with a high of 67. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 52. We're at 53 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. For those who are around our home base, New York, New Jersey, let me take a look at the extended forecast for a moment because the Shabbos weather, the Shabbos Haggadah weather is spectacular. Uh, also, second-day Yuntif, because remember, outside of Israel, we have a second-day Yuntif. Second-day Yuntif looks spectacular. The weather um, quirk for us is going to be uh, Sunday, the first day on Tiff, when it will be raining steadily in the morning. Uh, oh, and, and the afternoon. <laughs> so Sunday's a rain day. Sunday, first day on Tiff, you may want to uh, pull out the old raincoat and rain hat and, um, and deal with the holiday in that manner. <laughs> Not that you have a choice, frankly, of how to deal with it. Uh, deal with the holiday in that manner as you head to shul for the first day of Pesach. And and keep in mind, keep in mind, last Shabbos HaGadol, we were not in shul. Last year, first day of Pesach, the beautiful, beautiful service on the first day of Pesach, the beautiful Hallel, the beautiful Laning, the beautiful Musaf, the beautiful Tal, we were not able to be in shul for last year. And I'll be thinking about that when I'm in shul this year. It was awful not having a tall service. I keep saying it. I keep saying it. There were hundreds of days where we were not in shul. But that first day of Pesach for me was the worst. The worst. And not having a proper tal service was, was very difficult to deal with. Um, but we'll have it this year, please God. On Sunday, on the first day of Yontif. And uh, we should appreciate it. We should think back and look forward. Think back and appreciate it and look forward. 20 minutes before 7 o'clock, JM in the AM. Um, President of Turo College, Alan Kadish, is going to join us at 7.30. We'll do some pre-Pesach uh, greetings. Um, 7.10, Harry Rothenberg on Pesach. 8.15, Rabbi Yudin on Pesach. 
And uh, I think that's it. Malcolm Holmline is not able to join us today. He did send a beautiful pre-Pesach message. I I feel it's beautiful, which we really should play more than once. We should do it a couple of times today. Uh, I think I'll do it like at um, maybe after 7 and then again uh, either right before or right after 8 o'clock. We really, really have to play it. Um, so we'll do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll do that for you later on at JMM. So Malcolm Homeline weekly update will not take place today. Uh, but again, we have a special message from Malcolm that I feel is really, really important in, to, in the context of uh, the upcoming holiday. So we'll get to that later on. So I think that's our schedule, right? That's basically it. Harry Rothenberg and Rabbi Yudin, Malcolm's special message, and of course, uh, uh, President Alan Kadish is going to join us from Turo College with greetings at about uh, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and we'll keep going all day long, all day long, with a special thank you to our friends at Kedem for sponsoring our broadcasts. Much appreciated. Also, again, a reminder, the formal part of our Chesed campaign, because our Chesed campaign, I think, goes on every day of the year. But the formal part concludes at candle lighting. Think about who you can call. Think about what you could send to someone. Think about what you could leave in front of someone's door. Think about what wine or chocolate or flowers you could hang on someone's doorknob. Uh, think of something you could do really nice and, and teach your kids to, to you know go along with you and, and do this. Um, you know, No school today. Kids are around. Let's think of creative ways to uh, utilize them. Maybe draw a picture for somebody that they're going to deliver to someone's home for Yom Tov. Maybe they made a sphere chart in school and they're going to give it to somebody or share with somebody how beautiful it looks by sending them a picture of it. Who knows? There's 400 million ideas out there, trust me. In fact, your kids probably have some good ideas that they they could toss around. Anyway, Chesed campaign, do something nice. And you know what? It's a, it's a, it, it is an it-takes-two campaign, as you know. It's a uh, it takes two campaign, which means that um, when when someone thanks you for the act of chesed that you've done, when someone thanks you for the act of chesed that you've done, just tell them, please don't thank me. Please just do something similar before candle lighting for somebody else. Simple as that. More coming up. You know what it is. It's an Erev Shabbos Haggadol 5781 at JM in the AM.
שחיי קשים מאוד, הרבה היה לי אך רציתי עוד, אבל כשקושי אמיתי ניצב, מתחיל לדעת מה חשוב עכשיו, לכן אמשיך להאמין בכל ליבי, השם שולח כל מה שצריך אני, יש לי הכל Challenges have come my way I'm thinking over what I used to say Now I need to hold on to what I know inside There's all that I need Hashem always provides Yes, Yaakov Even once again, 
Zemer la Pesach is what that is what that is called. Arba Kosot and Manishtana before that. Yeshli Akol was Ari Goldwag. Something we should keep in mind. Yeshli Akol, I have everything. When we sit down to the Seder, instead of focusing that we're not on a Pesach program or not, or or those of us who are are not, you know, on an upgraded one, or those of us who are are not in an even more luxurious place, etc., 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 etc. Because you know how human beings are. We're just never satisfied. Let us sit down at the Seder tonight, all of us, and say, Yeshli Hakol, I have it all. I have it all. Simple as that. <laughs> Listener Moshe claims he's a millennial. What do I mean by, do- by don't touch that dial? Is it like when they say dial the number? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling Listener Moshe knows exactly what I'm talking about. 
JM in the AM. We'll do our news from Israel. Don't forget, in Israel, we are now again seven hours apart. Eastern time zone, Israel time zone. Now seven hours apart since Israel went to daylight savings time last night or early this morning, however you want to put it. Uh, so now a seven-hour difference between us and the state of Israel. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and Nachum Sigla, coming to Nachum Sigla, and we're going to go to the beloved NSNM. Kola Torah Kula sends out short inspirational Divrei Torah. The Mechanchot section shares Divrei Torah from female educators. Each group compiled short vorts for the Pesach Seder into an easy-to-follow booklet. If you wanted emailed it to you, PesachDivreiTorah at gmail.com. Pesach Divrei Torah at gmail.com. There you go. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday is next. We say Boker Tov from Jamnia. אסון בכפר יונה, ילד בן ארבעה נדרס למוות בשטח חקלאי סמוך לבית הילמין ביישוב. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מוסרת שהילד פונה במצב אנוש לבית החולים לניאד או בנתניה, שם נאלצו הרופאים לקבוע את מותו. נהג כלי הרכב הפוגע עוקב לחקירה. מצרים מפרסמת קריאת עזרה לארצות הברית לסייע בחילוץ המכלית התקועה בתעלת סואץ. רשות הנמלים המצרית קראה לוושינגטון לשגר אמצעים שיעזרו להצלחת המשימה, וזאת בתום ארבעה ימים של מאמצי חילוץ שכשלו. האוטומה של המכלית שהייתה בדרכה מן המזרח הרחוק לנמל רוטרדם בהולנד עדיין תקוע באדמת הגדה המזרחית של התעלה. מניין הספינות התקועות בפתחי התעלה או בתוכה בשני הכיוונים עומד על 200 כלי שיט. ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו לענייני ערבים, ג'קי חוגי. מאות מפגינים בשעה זו מול תחנת המשטרה באום אל פחם במחאה על האלימות והפשיעה בחברה הערבית. זה השבוע ה-11 ברציפות שהמחאה מתקיימת בעיר אום אל פחם. כתבנו לענייני החברה הערבית דורון קדוש מוסר שהמפגינים חוסמים לתנועה את כביש 65. שלושה תושבי ירושלים נעצרו בחשד שתכננו לשחוט עיזים בהר הבית כקורבן לחג הפסח. כתבתנו עשאל פלד מזכירה שאתמול נעצרו שני חשודים נוספים בעבירה זהה ושוחררו לאחר שבית המשפט פסק כי לא קיימת היתכנות להקרבת קורבן בערב החג. ההכנות לסדר מתשע בבוקר ועד ל-12 בצהריים הוציאו הישראלים סכום של 328 מיליון שקלים בכרטיסי אשראי. כתבתנו עינב קרנר מוסרת שמדובר בעלייה של יותר מ-25% בהשוואה לפסח אשתקד. כך לפי הנתונים של חברת שווה שירותי בנק אוטומטיים. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה יוסיף לרדת גשם מקומי. בצפון הנגב ייתכן גשם קל. במהלך היום הרוחות תתחזקנה והטמפרטורות תהיינה נמוכות מהרגיל לעונה. מחר ערב החג תחול עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות בהרים ובפנים הארץ. ולסיום, צביקה פיק, אחד הכוכבים הבולטים במחזמר שיער, מגלה בריאיון נדיר לתוכנית חגיגית לציון יובל למחזמר, כי הוא כלל לא רצה להשתתף בו. בתוכנית, בהגשת קובי מנדל וגדי לבני, טרחו כוכבי המחזמר, בהם צדי צרפתי, מרגול, יזהר כהן, ועוד רבים נוספים, יום ראשון עד שתיים בצהריים, בגלי צה"ל. אלה החדשות בצוות הילה מזרחי.
מצבנו
Kilu Hotsiano, Hotsiano, Mimitsrayim, Eloa Saba, Hemshvatim, Dayenu. J.M. in the A.M. Hey, it's Erev Shabbos HaGadol. Tomorrow's Erev Pesach. It's also Shabbos. Paul Zimmon Company with Kadesh Orachat and Dayenu. You heard Kolachai with Tal. We'll say Tal and Musaf this coming Sunday, first day on Tiff. And as I said earlier, last year we didn't get a chance to say Tal properly with a proper Tal service. So let's remember that and let's appreciate that when we're in shul and we're saying Tal the right way. Uh, this coming first day of Pesach. want to thank all of our amazing sponsors, including you, our listeners, who are sponsors of ours. There are people in our audience who have used the opportunity right before Pesach to make a donation to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I want to thank them because uh, there are people out there who find every excuse to support us. And um, it seems every time there is a... Uh, a holiday that spurs on a desire among people to uh, really help keep us going. So thank you to those of you who've gone to fjbunity.org. I thank you uh, that you did that before, Yuntif. And I know a lot of people out there not only appreciate our programming, but appreciate our mission. And our mission in the last two weeks has included this incredible Chesed campaign, which I hope and pray you've participated in. If not, you have until candle lighting to participate in it. It takes two. Do something nice for somebody, and when they thank you, just encourage them to do something similar for someone else. doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Every gesture is a great gesture. Small, big, every gesture is great. Keep that in mind. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Tzav. We'll burn the chametz this morning. Candle lighting later on for Shabbos is 6.54 in the New York area. It is Shabbos HaGadol. Tomorrow night is the Pesach Seder. And um, I hope everybody has a Chag Kosher uh, V'Sameach. Some people say Chag Sameach V'Kasher, and other people have added Chag Bari 
Samer Rikasher, a healthy and wonderful Yontif. And our community in general, a year later, should uh, appreciate good health and appreciate good practices that lead to good health. And the many synagogues have uh, been overcautious, if there is such a thing, and this is not a criticism, it's an observation, overcautious in terms of reopening and in terms of moving inside the outdoor minyanim, kolakavo to all of them. We're going the extra length in terms of health and safety and at the same time maintaining our beloved minyanim. An amazing balance and an amazing accomplishment as far as I'm concerned. Kudos on both sides of the column, to say the least. JM in the AM. Harry Rothenberg on Friday mornings treats us to some wonderful words about the uh, Parsha. Today, of course, no doubt I'm sure he'll mention the holiday of Passover. Harry Rothenberg with words about the uh, upcoming holiday on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos Hagadol at JM in the AM. It's very interesting that in one of the passages in the Torah that we recite as part of the Shema, God describes himself to us as your God who took you out of Egypt to be a God to you. Now that's accurate, and we understand what that means. God freed us so that we can serve Him. But that introduction seems like it's a little less than it could have been. Wouldn't it have been more impressive for God to say, I'm God who created the world, or who created the universe? Why limit it to just God who freed you from Egypt? I heard an explanation once as follows. God is pointing out to us that that process of freedom. The exodus wasn't just a historical event. It's something that each one of us, hopefully, ideally, will go through during our lives. Each one of us is enslaved, and we need to be freed, and we need God's help. At the Seder, we're reminded that each one of us is supposed to consider himself or herself as if we were enslaved and then freed not just because we're the descendants of those who were slaves and were freed. We ourselves have to get freed. Freed from what? Freed from addictions. Freed from things that control us. Freed from things that we feel are irresistible impulses. Maybe just freed from laziness. We have to break free with God's help so that we can serve Him. Here's one example. I've asked this question many, many times to all sorts of different audiences. Simple one, who rules your life? Who runs your life? When I ask that question, I get a wide variety of answers. Sometimes children or even people who are adults will say, my mother or my father. Married people might say, my husband or my wife. People dating might say, my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Parents might say, my son or my daughter or my kids. People working might say, my boss. People have told me, the weather, People have said, the stock market. Sometimes I get people who are very religious and they might say, my rabbi. Or even more religious, they'll say, God. And I'll say, if only that were true. Can't you be honest? Tell the truth, be honest with yourself. Who rules your life? And the answer is, our phones. That may not be the answer for all of us, but it's the answer for many of us, maybe even most of us. We're like parents of newborn children. The child cries and we jump up. What is it, my baby? What can I get for you? And it's our phone and it makes a sound. And what is it, my baby? Is it a tweet? Is it an email? Is it Facebook? Is it WhatsApp? What do you got for me? And it runs our lives, controls us. It's got us at its beck and call 24-7, or at least during our waking hours. 
I can't describe how thankful I am that I have Shabbos, that I have one day a week, and over the holidays, more than one day, where I can shut it off and I can take back control. A number of years ago, when my twins were younger, about three years old, one of them was telling me a typical little kid story. And when I say typical, I mean he was very excited about it, but it had no clear beginning, middle, or end. It just kept going. And he's telling me the story, and I'm saying, yeah, yeah. And while he's telling it to me, of course, time is precious, so I'm multitasking. He's over here, maybe sitting on my lap, telling me the story, and I'm looking at my phone, going through some emails, and at some point in time, he reaches up, grabs my chin, and turns my head so that I'll be looking at him. To me, I understood I'm multitasking. Of course, I'm listening to the story while looking at emails. But to him, I'm telling my father a story and he's not even looking at me. He's not paying attention. Now, I wish I could tell you that since that moment, I made a resolution and I managed to kick the phone habit and it no longer controls my life and I no longer spend as much time on it. But the truth is, if anything, I spend even more time on it because there's just one more app, one more thing that I need my phone for, and we kid ourselves because we say, no, I'm not using it for entertainment. I'm using it to be productive. I'm using it for work. I'm using it to, to watch or to record Torah videos. But we have to remember that device, that smartphone was created for entertainment. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's an entertainment device. It's not a productivity device. And so whether it's your phone that's causing that constriction, putting you into Mitzrayim, putting you back in Egypt and you need freedom from it, or whether it's something else, let's think about it. Let's be honest with ourselves. And hopefully, by taking the first step and asking God for help, we'll be able to break free from that addiction. Good luck, and have a Chag Kasher V'Sameach, a happy and healthy Passover.
Beulamat, Ma Bikesh Lovin Arami, what Lovin Arami tried to do to Klai Yisrael, Shabikesh Liakor Esakol, he tried to uproot everything against Klai Yisrael, but throughout the generations, there always was another Lovin, another Haman, another Russia who tried to destroy Klai Yisrael.
جان هوا بیروشالای بیروشالای مرنویا جان هوا بیروشالای بیروشالای مرنویا ای 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 بیروشالای ای 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 مرنویا ای 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 بیروشالای میراکیش به مهیا J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, good morning. Uh, Lashana Haba, that's Aleva Vanefesh. Miami with Vihisha Amda. Hashata done by Avremo. Hashata done by Shlomo Katz. Oh, yes. You are listening to J.M. in the A.M. on an Erev, Erev Pesach. Erev Shabbos Hagadol here at J.M. in the A.M. And... Let's do one more from Miami here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos Haggadol. Miami does a great job with those Pesach selections. It's Avada Mayinu before that leave an Efesh with Hashanah Haba. Shabbos Haggadol in New York and New Jersey in this area of the country starts at 6.54 with candlelighting time. Make sure you know when things start where you are. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Tzav. Tomorrow night is the Seder. Uh, wishing everybody a wonderful Chag. We'll be here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. Hope you'll join us during Colombo 8 here at JM in the AM. Not too late to purchase uh, and donate tickets to underprivileged families uh, through NCSY for Great Adventure. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com. Click on the Donate tab on the menu, ncsygreatadventure.com. Big thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors, including our friends at A&H. Thank you, Seth Levitt, and Achad Kasher Vesameach to you. And we will be enjoying some incredible A&H salamis and delicious meat products over Yontif, as will probably millions of other people around the world. Big thank you to our friends at shopeichlers.com. They did quite a yeoman, quite a, quite a job, a real yeoman's effort to get everyone prepared for Pesach. Thank you to shopeichlers.com. All your Judaica needs available there. Thank you to Aaron Hertz and everybody at Aaron's Casino Farms. My gosh, I've been sent pictures of what the scene was like over the last couple of nights at Aaron's Casino Farms. <laughs> There's a reason why they're so popular. <laughs> the people speak with their feet, and everybody seemed to go to Aaron's Casino Farms in the last few days. 
Kolakavod. Uh, they did a great job in their Pesach Superstore, which is their regular Superstore. And uh, I can only imagine what it's going to be like after Acharon Shal Pesach when they have to switch back. Because people are patient as they slowly switch to Pesach, but boy, nobody's patient when they immediately want you switched back to Chavit. So boy. That's going to be a transition. Thank God for thank God for them that Pesach ends Sunday night. <laughs> if it ended Thursday night, my God, that would be rough. Last year, I think Pesach ended Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's the story. Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will not be able to join us today. Our next weekly update, in fact is the 9th of April. The 9th of April will be our next weekly update. I do remind you that our friends at jewishworldreview.com are a tremendous resource to print out thousands. And I don't even think, I don't even think I'm exaggerating when I say that. Thousands of articles about Israel and the Jewish world. Uh, it's going to be a long yuntif and a very fulfilling one, Baruch Hashem. Someone said to me, three-day yuntifs are rough, but when it's this setup with two beautiful Pesach starim, it is... Uh, much easier to handle because it's so chock full of such an amazing tradition. And and I think that's true to an extent. But anyway, I digress. Uh, long afternoons, you may want an opportunity to read up on what's happening in Israel and the Jewish world. Print out everything you want from um, jewishworldreview.com, jewishworldreview.com. Now, I asked Malcolm, for those of you who were listening last week during the weekly update or at the very end of the weekly update, I asked Malcolm, could you record a one-minute message that I could play on Friday morning, Erev Shabbos HaGadol, about what we should be doing at the Seder? And he was kind enough to send me this message. Malcolm Honline is Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. This is his pre-Pesach 5781 message on JM in the AM be able to wish everyone a you and your family especially and to remind everyone that when you sit at the Seder please remember not to just read the Haggadah as if it is something just describing events of the past but the mitzvah is to think of its contemporary significance and are indeed so many lessons and so many messages for today that we must derive from it and we look at this week's Parsha where it talks about the Mizbeach and the bringing of the sacrifices and talks about maintaining the fire on it, and then later that within it, to remind us that it's one thing just to go through the sacrifices to read about it, but that the fire of the coin had to be in him so that we also should participate so much preparation, so much work goes into the Yantav, but that we should be celebrating in it, that we should derive the messages, that we get the inspiration, and especially for younger generations to understand the significance, that we have to keep the fire alive, both externally, but also internally. So I wish everyone again, and may it be a healthy and safe yantiv and year for everyone. <laughs> Ke <laughs> 
J.M. in the A.M. Ben Sion Schenker with Chassal Sidur Pesach. The late, great Ben Sion Schenker. The late, great Sherwood Goffin before that with Chassal Sidur Pesach. Friday morning, J.M. in the A.M. at a couple of minutes before 8 o'clock. And this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Weekly update returns the 9th of April. I want to thank Malcolm Honline for that message that he prepared, the uh, pre-Pesach message that we played just a few minutes ago. Much appreciated. I want to give a shout-out to um, the family in Lakewood, New Jersey, that set up an RV outside their home. I heard about this yesterday. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're moving out of their house and into the RV for Pesach or if they brought the RV to the front of their house just so they could have more room for guests. I have a feeling it's the latter. But anyway, a big shout-out to them. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and uh, comment away. Uh, this listener says, The Lightners rented a house in Lakewood, not Orlando. And I took the NSN app with me. Thank you. I'm listening. Your voice comes out great here in Lakewood, New Jersey. Thank you. Thank you. to you, And to all of our listeners on the app and all of our listeners through every method right now uh, at the Nachum Siegel Network. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. This coming Sunday on the first day of the Chag, we will be saying Tal. And thank God this year in a real official Tal service, unlike last year when we were home for the Holiday of Pesach. Thank God we get to go to shul for Shabbos HaGadol and for the first days of Pesach this year. Cantor Netanel Hershtik at JM in the AM.
Nothing like Chasal Sidur Pesach. Before that, Yaakov Shweki's Ishtabach Shemo, Shabbat Shalom from Diaspora. On this Erev Shabbos HaGadol at JM in the AM. We will play Tal from the one and only Yesela Rosenblatt right after Rabbi Yudin. This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos. Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, addresses us concerning the Torah portion of the week. Uh, today, of course, we have the Torah portion of the week and the upcoming holiday of Pesach. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody, and well, good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. Today is a very special day, a day which is filled with the excitement of getting ready for this very special Shabbos, the Shabbos, which is the Erev Pesach that is on a Shabbos, and which is going to take us to Mir Hashem tomorrow evening when we uh, begin the Yom Tov of Pesach. Let me try to go uh, in order with you, and where are we up to? Okay, last night we did B'dikas Chametz, and this morning what you are going to do, please God, is you're going to take those ten pieces of Chametz that you gathered from the Bedika from the search, as well as any other chametz that you might have uh, in terms of, quote, loose, that half a box of Cheerios, etc. And you're going to take it and hopefully bring it to your local Beis where there's going to be a supervised fire, and you're going to uh, fulfill the practice of beer chametz, burning of the chametz. Now, uh, we keep the same times, just that we keep in step and keep in shape, even though today is just 13 of Nisan. Tomorrow is the 14th, but since we cannot burn it on Shabbos, we burn it to a day. Usually we stop working by mid-the-day on Erev Pesach. Today we can work, today we can take haircuts. And here goes. We discussed last week at length the mitzvah of Shalosh Su'udos, so we're not going to go into that, but I just want to repeat again, everybody should try to make sure that you have this checklist done before uh, Shabbos, and that is number one. The roasting of the zroa. Number two, the roasting of the egg. Very quickly, why? Know what you're doing and why. We roast it before Shabbos, because if you forget to roast it today, you can roast it tomorrow night. But if you roast it tomorrow night, both the shank bone and the egg, which many people have the custom of doing, then you have to eat it on Sunday. And therefore, we roast. Why? Because you're allowed to cook on Yom Tov for Yom Tov if and when you're going to be eating and using it on Yom Tov. So we prepare the zroa, we prepare the egg, we, pre- we make the haroses, otherwise there's a problem of lisha, of kneading, uh, on, um, on, uh, <clears throat> on Yom Tov. And we also prepare the salt water, if you can, before Yom Tov. These four items are done. As well, open the boxes of matzah, 
as well. Open the bottles of wine. Not simply to save time for, please God, Mozo A Shabbos, when we want to begin the Seder as quickly as possible, but that you shouldn't have to uh, go into all kinds of halach, additional halachi problems of opening up containers and bottles on Yom Tov. Good. Like I said, we went through this tonight. Mirz Hashem is your first Shabbos meal, as always, either with two uh, challah rolls or egg matzah. Tomorrow morning, we dive in early. Those who are eating chametz, make sure, number one, you split your meal, go for a walk in between, finish eating the chametz by 10.31, if you follow the opinion of the Mugain of Ram. For those that uh, wish to follow uh, the opinion of the Vilna Gaon, you have until 10.57. And um, we, chametz, that might be left over, crumbs, any other small pieces of the chametz are flushed afterwards before 11.48, uh, and we recite at that time the Kol Chamira, which we would have said today, after the burning, today after the burning, we do not recite it. Tomorrow, when we flush afterwards, we recite that final Kol Chamira, whereby we renounce our ownership of any and all chametz, which we have not disposed of and have not seen, etc. Good. Take a nap tomorrow afternoon, but you don't have to announce that I'm taking the nap in order to stay up, because even that might be a form of hachana, preparation for the next day. Good. Here we are. We, please God, hopefully in most communities the shuls are open this year, and we're so grateful for that, and you're able to go. And the bottom line is that at Myriv tomorrow night, we sing the Hallel, because at the Seder we're going to be saying the Hallel without a bracha, so we say the Hallel, sing the Hallel in shul with a bracha tomorrow night before we come home to uh, conduct the Seder. Good. One should not start the Seder until shortly after 8 tomorrow evening, because after all, we don't want to step on Shabbos's toes. We can't start the Yom Tov until Shabbos is definitively over. Good. There is a custom that the one leading the Seder dons a kittel for this special occasion. The Nitziv writes that the reason for that is to remind us, as we do so many other things on tomorrow night at the Seder, reminding us of what life was like when we had a base hamigdash. And when they ate korbanos, they did so with a white gown. Therefore, our wearing the kittel, not only for all the other reasons, but the beautiful reason of reminding us we had and will have, please God, the third base Hamigdash. Okay, ready to go. 
with the Seder tomorrow night. It'll be my honor to review step-by-step with you, try to give you just a little pointer regarding each one. The first of the 15 steps of the Seder is Kadesh, whereby we recite Kiddush. But whereas Kiddush all year long, technically speaking, only one person has to drink, tonight Kiddush is not only embracing the Yom Tov, but tonight Kiddush is the first of the four cups of wine that everybody is, quote-unquote, obligated to drink. Secondly, the Kiddush tomorrow night is that of Yak Nahaz. First, we welcome in the Yom Tov, and then we recite the Havdalah as part of the Kiddush. Yayin Kiddush, Neir Havdalah, and then it closes with the bracha of Shehachianu. We don't use a Havdalah candle tomorrow night. Two candles over which the Yom Tov candles have been lit, um, are brought to the table. They don't have to necessarily be put together. Uh, the two wicks, just having the two candles together is sufficient. We recite the bracha of Borei Miorei Ho'esh as part of the Havdalah. Now, second thing is, aside from everybody drinking the amount, normally on a regular Friday night, all one has to drink is a Malo Lugamov, which is a cheekful. Here, understand the following. Tonight, Shabbos Kiddush, the cup should hold ideally a little bit more than four ounces because we are strict because Kiddush tonight, Shabbos, is from the Torah. And we take the more stringent view of what a Revius is a little bit more than four ounces. Tomorrow night already, Kiddush is Durabanan, is rabbinic. So even a cup that holds 3.3 ounces would be sufficient. Very hard to find such a cup. So let me just tell you very quickly regarding all four cups. Try to get yourself a cup which has approximately four ounces and you don't have to drink the entire cup. You just have to drink a little bit more than half of the cup. That's number one. Ideally, you should drink the entire cup. I speak especially to the women now. Don't be afraid to use wine. Remember, when you go to a Lachayim, they don't serve grape juice. Wine is the celebratory drink, and tonight we are toasting Hashem four different times. Thank you, Hashem, Vot Seisi. Thank you, Hashem, Vitsalti. Thank you, Hashem, Vigoalti. Thank you, Hashem, Vigokarti, for the various stages of redemption that Hashem performed on our behalf. Therefore, if you can use all wine, and it's not too late. Get yourself a low-alcohol wine. The wine could be as low as, if you can find a three, fine, but at least 4% alcohol, which is not so much. And if that's too much for you, mix it with grape juice. So, half wine, half grape juice, there'll still be a little bit of the kick of the alcohol. That would be the ideal. Okay? If one cannot do that, then, by all means, grape juice and uh, uh, we drink the wine, everybody leaning to the left. The reason for this is aristocracy in the days of the Talmud leaned. The Romans, Yemach Shemam, leaned. That's the way they ate. They had 
couches whereby they were reclining on the left, little tables, and that's the way they ate nobility. When we left Egypt, we went not simply from slaves to free men, we went from slaves to Bnei Malachim, to aristocrats. Ah, So basically what we are saying to the Romans and all our enemies over the years, we have outlived you. It's a very significant and important part, but when you um, drink the four cups, you should do so ideally leaning to the left. Okay, we move on to Urchatz. We wash our hands without a bracha. A, to arouse the curiosity of the young. B, as I mentioned a moment ago, that we are reenacting as we did on the, when we had a Beis HaMikdash. When we had a Beis HaMikdash, one who was going to eat a fruit or vegetable which was wet, as we are going to eat the karpas immediately after washing our hands, a vegetable, in salt water, our fingers are deemed by our rabbis to be tomeot, to be impure, and therefore we wash away the impurity from our fingers. Otherwise, what would happen? With our fingers, which are impure, we would impart, because water is a conductor of tumor, we would impart some of the impurity to the vegetable. And we don't want to do this tonight because we conduct ourselves as if we had a Beis Amigdosh, when we were very uh, concerned about Tumantara, and please God, when we will have the third Beis Amigdosh. We eat the, uh, the vegetable, and the custom is not to lean for the karpas. Okay, uh, next. Um, so the urchats we washed without a bracha. Oh, most important, don't use a fork. If you're going to use a fork, you're undermining the whole purpose of washing. Put your fingers in the salt water with the vegetable, and then make the bracha, borei pri adoma. Good. After that comes yachatz. We break the middle matzah. Matzah, my friends, has two themes to it, two character. The first theme of matzah is that it's lechem oni, the bread of affliction, the bread that we ate in Egypt, says the Sapurno, when we were slaves. That same matzah is also a sign of freedom. On our way out, the Egyptians hurried us out. Don't tarry and don't wait. I, we said we have to bake our bread. They said, get out, get out. And so therefore, we left without a bread even becoming chametz. So the matzah on the way out is our symbol of freedom. We break the matzah because, number one, the poor man's bread, the poor man breaks his bread. But again, we're breaking these two different symbols and the bigger half we put away for the afikoman, Remember, that's the sign of our freedom, please God, of the future Geula that's going to come. Magid, all right, we're about to, listen carefully now, we fill the second cup, and listen carefully now, we are about to fulfill one of two unique biblical mitzvahs for this night, namely, the mitzvah of Haggadah, of telling the story 
of Sipoyitzias um, Mitzrayim. All year long, every night, every morning, we say at the end of the third paragraph of Shema, Ani Hashem Elokeichem, that God is the one who took us out of Egypt, period. That's simply that we acknowledge that Hashem took us out. Tonight and tomorrow night, we tell the story, number one, to others. Number two, in elaboration. Number three, in explaining um, the mitzvot of the night, Pesach, Matzah, and Moror. Okay, I don't have to tell you, by now you know, make sure you have a Haggadah that speaks your language, that speaks to you, that inspires you. It's not simply a question of zipping through the reading of the Haggadah to get to the meal. No, you should realize that you yourself literally went through this experience. Now, I don't have to tell you, Everybody should just pause at your Seder at different times and reflect as to where and how your Seder was this year and as gradual but grateful that we are. Shechiano, that we're here for this another Seder. Thank God. And that many of us slowly, gradually, having had, uh, hopefully, the vaccine, are able to join with some family, with some friends, and that's something for which we are so grateful for. Use the Haggadah as a springboard, springboard for further discussion, that different aspects of the actual Haggadah should inspire us to uh, speak about our history, to speak about our destiny, and to speak about you know how privileged we are. The closing part of the Magid is the teaching, Samishna of Rabbi Gamliel, who, who says that unless a person actually explains why, what is the significance of the Pesach, we don't point to it, but the shank bone on your Seder plate, which represents the Korban Pesach, we explain the significance of Pesach, God's passing over, the significance of Matzah, we point Matzah Zu, and that we were hurried out of Egypt, and we point to the Maror, we'll lift it up, that this is literally a reminder of how they made our lives bitter and miserable in Egypt. We conclude the Magid section with reminding ourselves that in every generation you are to feel as if you personally left Egypt, and therefore we spontaneously break out into the first two paragraphs of Hallel. Hallelujah. We give praise to God. Hallelujah. That we are servants of God. We transferred from being servants to Paro, and now we're servants, or slaves to Paro, now we're servants to God with pride. And uh, secondly, Second paragraph, it says, Yisrael, we sing that God literally took us out of Egypt. And we drink the second cup of wine after the brach of Asher Go'olonu, leaning to the left. Okay, now, let's go. We're about to come to the second biblical mitzvah of the night, meat-eating matzah. Okay, 
What do you have in front of you? You have two and a half matzahs. Explain what's going to happen before you go wash. And that is as follows. We're going to come back to the table after we've washed this time with a bracha. And we're going to recite, first of all, the bracha of Hamotzi. Good. Then we have, then we put down, you held two and a half matzahs when you made the bracha of Hamotzi, the one leading the Seder, or anybody else that has. Uh, and by the way, excuse me, when we said the Haggadah, the matzah should be uncovered. You should see the matzah during the time of the recitation, except follow the Haggadah for those few times whereby we cover the matzahs, v'hisha umda v'chulu. Okay, now, getting back over here. We put down the bottom matzah after we've come back and said hamotzi, and with one and a half in our hands, we make the bracha of al achilas matzah. Before you go to wash, make sure everybody has in front of them a nice size piece of matzah so that you can fulfill the mitzvah of matzah. You're going to eat the matzah leaning to the left. Make sure it's a kezayis or more the matzah that you're going to have. If you're talking about a hand shmura matzah, and ideally you should have shmura matzah. If it's a hand shmura matzah, at least a third of a shmura matzah. If it's a machine shmura matzah, it should be a half of a machine matzah. And we uh, eat the matzah leaning to the left. Don't put any jam on it, don't put any jelly on it, and don't talk while you're eating the matzah. What's in your matzah, my friends? What's in your matzah is, is flour, water, and faith, emuna. That's correct. Matzah is called the bread of faith, and I really believe not only is it a significant reminder to us of the faith that they had in Egypt that they ate it before mid the night before God even killed out the Egyptians showing their faith and they celebrated showing their faith that God would come through for them which he did but I really believe that when we ingest the matzo it's like you've just taken a vitamin F vitamin faith that's correct in other words what gives the Jew all kinds of great courage and faith to continue with any and all adversities. Believe it or not, the matzah that you're eating, please God, tomorrow night is going to help you in that regard. Okay, so we've had the matzah, and now we eat maror, ideally romaine lettuce. If you don't have romaine lettuce, and don't tell me grandpa and his grandpa only had horseradish. They didn't have romaine lettuce in those parts of Europe and Russia where grandpa came from and great-grandpa. And therefore, they had no choice. Now, if you really want to continue the family tradition, use romaine lettuce first. Ask Grandpa for permission. Tell him this is what you heard um, on the radio, on the internet, that you should have ideally romaine lettuce because that's the first one listed in the Mishnah Psachim. And then afterwards, for old Lang Syme, for tradition, have the uh, horseradish afterwards as well. I caution everybody. Doctor friends of mine tell me that Lower Lenu, the um, emergency rooms, are busy 
on the night of the Pesach Seder with people that, forgive me, overdosed on the Moror. It's a terrible Chil Hashem. After all, Moror is a mitzvah de Rabbanon. I'm not minimizing it, but know yourself. You haven't eaten much, because that's the mitzvah to stop eating tomorrow afternoon, probably 4.30, the latest, 5 o'clock. You're not going to eat for at least 5 hours later, and on an empty stomach, you're going to be eating Moror. Go easy. Once again, the lettuce will not bring you to the emergency room. But, unfortunately, be careful on the horseradish. Okay? And, here we go. After the moror, which you're not going to lean for, we make a bracha ala chilas moror, and we lean for the matzah, as we said. Now we're going to have another reminder of what it was like when we had a Beis HaMikdash, matzah and moror together, the way Hillel ate it, and please God, the way we will eat it when we have the third Beis HaMikdash. We lean for the korech, okay? And we remember, oy, a little bit of a krechts. It's a sandwich, but... The most important thing, where's the beef, is missing. And someday we will have the bread, which is the matzah, the, the meat, which is the korban pesach, and the uh, moror, which is that which accompanies it, your mustard, your ketchup, your uh, flavoring, you know, etc. in that sandwich as well. Okay, shulchan Orech. There's a minute to eat a hard-boiled egg at the beginning of the Seder. Many dip it in salt water. And this is reminding us that the night of Pesach is the same night as Tisha B'Av. The uh, Sfardim do eat roasted meat. On the night of the Pesach Seder, many Sfardim, Ashkenazim, do not why? We don't want to give the impression, and this is what we are waiting for and yearning for, the uh, Korban Pesach, which will be roasted meat. Certainly, fowl, chicken, turkey is uh, not the species from which you brought a Korban Pesach. Different customs in terms of what to eat, you know, on the night of, but we try to stay away from roasted meat in the Ashkenazic community. Shulchan Orech during your shulchan orech, during the meal, understand that it's really a Thanksgiving meal. Talk about this. This is let's tie it into this week's sedra of tzav. We have among the different korbanos the korban toda, the Thanksgiving offering. We're told that four, and it's the easy to remember with the word chayim, the chole, the one who was sick. In Egypt, we were sick, and thank God He healed us. And Yisurim, unfortunately those who had all different kinds of different travails, one was in jail and you know, one was captive, and in Egypt we had terrible travails. Third, those who passed the Yam, the sea, we did so on the seventh day. And finally the Midbar that we went into the desert. So we're giving thanks to Hashem. The meal should ideally, don't talk about politics and don't talk about sports, talk about the privilege of being a Jew. The privilege of performing mitzvos. And after the uh, Shulchan Oroch, after the delicious meal, we have tsofun. The dessert is the afikoman. Now listen carefully, the afikoman really wears two hats. According to the rush, 
It's a reminder of the Korban Pesach that was eaten al Hasova. Don't be so stuffed that you really have no room for the Afikoman. That's questionable. Maybe you would not get the mitzvah at all. So leave room for the Afikoman. According to the Rashbam, Rashi's grandson, the Afikoman is the main mitzvah of Matzah. Because the Afikoman was eaten together with the Korban Pesach, which was eaten at the end of the meal. We have to eat our matzah at the beginning of the meal because you've got to have a bread at the beginning of the meal, and the matzah is our quote-unquote bread. But it's very important to, A, lean to the left when eating the afikoman, a big piece of matzah when you eat the afikoman, and eat it, again, within the four minutes, Again, my friends, you're connecting to the past and you're connecting to the future. After Tzafon, the Afikoman, that which was hidden before, is Baruch. We wash the cup that we're going to be using. You've drank one or two cups from it. Before you pour in the third cup of wine, you wash them. And we're going to recite Birkas HaMazon. Over that third cup, we finish, we make the bracha bore preagafen. We've now drunk three out of the four cups of wine, leaning to the left. Finally comes Halel. We literally, um, first of all, open the door, welcome Eliyu Anavi, and we ask Hashem to Shvocha to number one, pour out his wrath against those nations that have still not recognized the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And after that, we sing the Hallel. We started the Seder with the past, Avodimoyinu. We enjoyed the meal, which is the present. And now we focus on the future, on the future destiny of the Jewish people. And as our rabbis teach us, in this month we were redeemed, in this month we're going to be redeemed in the future, please God. There will be a Mashiach, we will be going home to Eretz Yisrael next year, L'Shon Abob Yerushalayim. That's where you're going to be having your Pesach Seder. This is what we are to focus on when we recite the Hallel. And after the Hallel, which is called Hallel HaMitzri, we said that paragraph, the other paragraphs are said afterwards. We sing the Hallel, my friends. Comes the Hallel HaGodol, Hodul Hashem Kitov, Kilio Lam the 26 verses of Hallel HaGodol. And we conclude with Birkas Hashir. Be careful, everybody. There are slight differences as to are we concluding with the bracha of Hallel or are we concluding with the bracha of Yishtabach? Try to have the back of the bus go with the front of the bus, meaning we should all be on the same page. And we drink the fourth cup of wine. After that, Allah Gefen, the after bracha for drinking the wine. And after that, we have Nirza. Nirza is we pray to Hashem that He should look upon our Pesach Seder as if we successfully brought a carbon. Literally, it should be Ritzay. Just as the, we conclude the Shemona Esrei with Ritzay, Hashem should be pleased. He should be pleased with our Pesach Seder and the Shana as we will say afterwards. Be Yerushalayim.
I know it's late, I'll make it very fast. Two themes to focus on. One, emuna, as we said earlier, and that is reminding ourselves, hurry up, finish before Chatzos, before mid-the-night, 101, because that's what happened in Egypt. Before mid-the-night, they celebrated, even though it didn't happen yet, and we are so sure that it's going to happen to us the same way. Hashem promised us through all the prophets there will be the third base of English, there will be Moshiach, and that's what we are toasting Hashem for tonight. And finally, keep in mind that this was really at Siyas Mitzrayim, just the beginning. What does that mean? We, thank God, had freedom from being slaves to Paro, but now we took upon ourselves to be servants to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What misery it was to be a slave to Paro. What a privilege it is to be a servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the praise that Moshe Rabbeinu is given. The very book of Joshua begins with the praise of Moshe, who was Ever Hashem. May we be privileged to go on this Pesach from being no longer a slave to the modern-day paros that are all around us, and please God, the privilege of being an Eved to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I take this opportunity of wishing everybody a good Shabbos, a Chag, Kosher, Vesameach, and with our families, we should, please God, celebrate together many, many happy occasions. Be Yerushalayim HaBenuyah.
J.M. in the A.M. The great Yesla Rosenblatt, Tal, which we'll be able to say, please God, with a real Musaf service in shul this coming Sunday, the first day of Yom Tov. Unbelievable. And I don't know how many years now I've played Tal in honor of the Herzog family and everybody at the Kedem Wine Corporation, such an important company to so many of us year-round, but especially this time of year. We wish them all a Chag Kasher V'Sameach. Time to say good Shabbos and good Yom Tov with Journeys at JM in the AM. The sun is going down It's shining through the trees Another week's gone by Become a memory So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Say good job Cause all your work is done I'm Gonna spend the day Together with The Holy One Say a special blessing On a cup That's filled with wine Man and his creator It's a very special sign your candles will be burning They'll fill your home with light Singing songs of Shabbos Well into the night So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and Alchem Single, I come in the Alchem Single Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing, and I mean amazing, week here at JM and the AM. Thanks to all of you. We speak again Tuesday morning on Cholamoid. Mark Zamek has an incredible day planned. Do not touch that dial. Kedem presents the Erev Shabbos, Erev Yom Tov show. It's just going to keep going and going. It's a, it's new, it's original, and it's amazing. And then, of course, our Erev Shabbos music mix brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It's all happening. And then Tuesday, we're back with Cholamoid programming here at JMNAM. A big thank you to everybody around the world who participated in our Chesed project, which is still going on until candle lighting time, our Chesed campaign over the last couple of weeks, an honor to have uh, been named chairman. <laughs> Still not sure uh, how that happened, but an honor to be named chairman and an honor to spread the word and spread all the goodness that people have been doing over the last couple of weeks. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. Chag Sameach to all. Enjoy Pesach. It's a much different Pesach, thank God, than last year. Enjoy it. Till next time, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.